Well, hello, everybody, and um, welcome again to the Weirdly Cosmic podcast. And as promised, I am doing the all signs forecast for Saturn in Pisces. I'm a little bit late. I said it would be with you till uh, by March the 7th, but when Saturn moved into Pisces. But, um, well, let's just say um, Saturn, I didn't get it done by March the 7th um, for various life reasons. And I had it scheduled yesterday. And um, Saturn is squaring my Mercury, Mercury's con uh, uh, communication. And um, and our power was out for the whole day. So I had to go and do a little bit of work in Starbucks, but I couldn't record one of these. And so Saturn is often blocks, barriers, kind of slows things down, stops things. So I had to kind of laugh, really. So, But here we have the All Signs video. So I'm going to share the screen. And um, thanks to... Um, I've got some uh, little extra bits to talk about before I actually talk about uh, what it means for you for this two and a half to almost three year journey, because Saturn will um, dive into um, Aries and then come back into Pisces for a while at the end of the journey. Um, first, I want to talk about the house system. So these forecasts are necessarily done using whole signs because, um, you know, it's impossible to use a quadrant house system to do an all signs forecast. Therefore, um, I'm I've not always been um, necessarily a fan of doing these all signs forecasts or the house forecasts for the area of life. But not all of you are astrologers and not all of you know your chart. So um, I'm a fan of using whatever house system works for you. And um, my friend Julia Simmis of Cosmic Intelligence Agency, she runs it, pointed out that this, a, a big planetary ingress like this is a great time to figure out what works for you if you know your own chart. If you don't know your own chart, just, you know, listen to um, what I'm going to say. And this will give you a general idea of the area of life that's going to be affected for you by this uh, two and a half to three year journey of Saturn in Pisces. Um, we have to use whole signs to do this so I can move um, the ascendant around. I use Porphyry House System myself for... Um, all my client one-on-one -on -one readings. Um, I've always found it accurate for me. If whole signs works for you, super duper. There's also various others. A lot of people use Placidus, which was the most commonly used one when I started studying astrology back in 1990. Um, there's Koch, there's uh, Montes, which I'm using now for a a horary class that I'm doing and it works brilliantly for um, for that as well. So I think all ways work in different ways. Personally, for my own chart, whole signs does not work and I will be using porphyry. So when I do these forecasts based on your rising sign, really, ideally, if you know your chart and um, you know which house system you prefer, 
look at where the Pisces area is in your own chart. And it's really a good time to test if this is working for you. So just, just that little word first. The other thing that, um, thank you, Julia, pointed out in her Cosmic Intelligence um, Agency uh, talk about um, Saturn in Pisces, pointed out that um, fixed star Regulus is opposing Saturn now at this zero degrees. Now, fixed stars um, are fixed in the sky, but they do, due to, due to the precession of the zodiacs, actually move backwards through, uh, actually do move through the signs over um, a long time. Uh, fixed stars move a degree about every 72 years. <laughs> and it was a few years ago that um, Regulus, fixed star Regulus, the sign of the king, uh, the sign of leadership moved into Virgo. And I do have to say, so thank you, Julia, for the reminder. So I have to give credit where credit's due. That since um, uh, Regulus moved into Virgo, I have, I've become personally more aware and I've noticed a huge, huge uptick of kind of what, I, what I'm going to call for the want of a better word, divine goddess energy. Interest in the Magdalene Gospels, for example. I didn't even know they existed before Regulus was in Virgo. Um, interest in the Marys, interest in priestess energy, interest in astrology and the rise of the uh, goddess energies, the asteroids and and now the dwarf planets and really an interest in service as well, which is very Virgo um, oriented. Now, this is a huge change that's really going to unfold over time. However, I mention it now because Saturn here is for the, is at this position for the first time in 30 years, opposing Regulus. Now, oh, if uh, do I want to do this? And can I do this? Let me have a look. Will Saturn oppose? <laughs> no, it won't let me show you last time that Saturn opposed Regulus. But about 30 years ago, that would have been, I think, at the end of Leo and Aquarius. So we're really in new energy in huge ways. However, there's even more. <laughs> so thanks, Julia, for alerting me to that. But I've also left in dwarf planet Haumea, which was only fairly recently discovered since the last time Saturn was here before. Um, it, it was around 2006, seven. Um, Haumea, the goddess of creation, the um, Hawaiian goddess who is pure, pure creation. She could birth, birth other deities from any part of her body and um, she's just pure creation she she gave birth to Pele who most people have heard of uh, the uh, goddess of the volcanoes um, in Hawaii Haumea has been hovering at zero um, Scorpio for a while she's actually going to dip back into Libra this year but then she'll be in um, Scorpio for several uh, for quite a lot of years so she's at zero degrees too so we've got regulus at zero degrees 
Haumea at zero degrees Scorpio. And Circe, the witch, who is one of the asteroids I've been tracking quite a lot because she's this sorceress, the alchemist, the witch. She's at one degree Capricorn. So look at this pattern forming when Saturn moved into Pisces. This is one thing I did not mention in my Saturn in Pisces video. It's forming what's called an envelope pattern. And it's all in um, feminine signs, earth and water. And with uh, Haumea being birth, Regulus just, uh, you know, she'll never change. <laughs> Regulus will never move out of Virgo in our lifetimes because it moves 72. Um, it takes 72 years to move a degree. This is huge. Circe moves a lot faster. Asteroids usually have about four and a half year orbit. But it feels like all this magic of birth and birthing and more feminine a uh, more caring, a more service-oriented, spiritually connected world is coming through with this Saturn ingress into Pisces. One other thing I did not mention as well when I did my Saturn in Pisces video <laughs> is that Saturn and Pluto are in a semi-sextile aspect on this ingress and right before their exact um, semi-sextile which is um, one sign apart aspect was on March the 3rd right before Saturn moved into Pisces and that is an opening semi-sextile from the conjunction that happened on January the 20th 2022 Saturn and Pluto were conjunct and we all kind of know what happened in January 2020. Did I say January 2022? <sighs> January the 12th, 2020, when the pandemic started really and and um, a lot of other chaos in the world uh, really kind of kicked off. Um, Saturn and Pluto were together alongside um there was also the Sun, Mercury and Ceres were all there as well. And, and so um, this is also Saturn's ingress is also kind of Saturn leading the way from moving away from Pluto, from that chaos that was caused. The two will make their actual sextile aspect, which is the next exact aspect in 2026. But now Saturn is kind of forging ahead and moving into this new ground. And Saturn is about building and achievement and about the rules we've been, you can see globally, we've been looking at the, the kind of structures and rules since that time. So I just kind of wanted to add those things in before I dive into the All Signs forecast. Okay, so. To clarify, when I read this, if you only know your sun sign, listen to the sun sign forecast when I say which sign I am reading for. And it will give you some idea of the area of life. Even better if you know your rising sign, your ascendant. If you don't know it, you can go and create a chart for free at astro.com or astro-seek.com and look for the sign 
that's on this eastern horizon to the left of the chart and look for the symbol there and that will tell you your rising sign. And then listen to the forecast for that. That's even more accurate. Even better, though, if you know your chart and you have it cast in the uh, system that you prefer, look for where Pisces is in your chart. All right. And, and that may straddle two houses if, like me, you use a quadrant system. And though both those areas of life might be affected. So that's just kind of my kind of thoughts about this. You know, this is a big ingress. It's going to unfold over two and a half to three years. So it's kind of more important. This is not just one of those little short term transits that we're getting through your chart. This is is pretty major. Also, as I mentioned on uh, the Saturn in Pisces video, you can look back to the time uh, from um, there was a short period in um, May to June 93, but mostly from early 94 to April, early April 96. If you look back in your life and and kind of look what themes were happening then, you'll get an idea of the areas of life that um, are maturing with Saturn's ingress into Pisces. History doesn't repeat, it rhymes. So if you had a bad time during that time, don't go into fear and think that you're necessarily going to have a bad time again, because Saturn cycles are all about maturity and kind of learning the lessons of time. So this time could be completely different, but it could and all the other planets are in different places, of course, as well. But um, but there will be kind of um, rhyming areas of life will show up with Saturn's journey through the sign of Pisces. All right. So let's dive in. <laughs> first, we're doing Pisces rising. So for you, Pisces, this is in your first house, Pisces rising or Pisces sun, if you don't know your rising sign. And and if if Pisces, if Saturn is moving through your first house in Pisces, this is all about the face you put on the world. OK, it's often about your your appearance, how you show up in the world. It's a lot about your identity as well. And called your persona quite often. Um, uh, I don't always really see it as the persona, but it's really what you project out into the world and how others see you especially initially so you know for this journey through it you may change how you show up you may mature a lot more you may pull back from some more um, uh, um impulsive kind of um uh, ways of showing up um and also with it being your ascendant and uh, with if you've got pisces in the first house this may be about strong personal boundaries as well. You'll hear a lot about Saturn um, as boundaries. And a Pisces in the first house often has quite leaky boundaries. They often kind of attract a lot of uh, people who are kind of a little bit needy and so on and so forth. Saturn will help you create those strong boundaries so that you can become more of who you are as Saturn moves through this first house for you. All right. So Aries, 
you get to go second this time. We have to do Pisces first because Saturn's moving through Pisces sign. For you, though, Aries, this is in your 12th house. And this is really um, going to be two and a half to three years of it could be quite a lonely time for Aries. Um, Aries, you, you like to be out there. You like to be taking action in the world. But the 12th house is really a place of the un connection with the unconscious. It's a connection with creative, intuitive states, but it's also secluded places and things. You may feel a little bit shut off from the world while Saturn's going through your 12th house. But on the higher side of that, it's a great time if you have any kind of practice that you want to build, meditative practice, spiritual practice, creative practice, anything that you want to work on for that period. I remember when Saturn was going through my own 12th house where I have quite a lot of energy. That's when I wrote my books. All right. And, and that's quite a solitary uh, practice as well. So you get the idea. It's, again, it doesn't have to be uh, lonely or trapped, but it can be where you have to do a lot of solitary work. All right. So um, know that. So for uh, Taurus rising, for you, Taurus rising, this is in the 11th house. Or if you know, you've got Pisces in your 11th house, of course. And this is about community, groups, organizations, causes. You, you kind of might be attracted to, um, to connecting and creating, creating strong boundaries with friends, but having a deeper and um, a more um, uh, lasting commitment. Saturn is also commitment to uh, organizations and groups or groups of friends where you have a deeper kind of spiritual connection. Okay, so it's it's also um, a lot to do with kind of your own latent abilities, the 11th house and the future. So you could be working a lot on your goals and your hopes and wishes for the future for this two and a half to three year period. So Gem, um, that, yes, Gemini rising. Okay, for you, this is all about your public self, your reputation, your visibility, could be one of the parents too, um, but you may be um, drawn to um, create strong boundaries publicly if you are a public person, but also even if you um, have some mission in life, you may be kind of drawing um, the lines and saying, this is what I'm going to be working on for two and a half to three years. Um, if you have Gemini rising, you may have Pisces on the midheaven. But if you have uh, Pisces on the midheaven anyway, you're also a little bit leaky kind of publicly. Uh, people, uh, it's kind of the sign of glamour and glimmer, <laughs> uh, Pisces. So if you have Pisces up there in your 10th house, then uh, people may quite often kind of want a piece of you. And um, and that's more kind of public boundaries. You may draw lines and say, no, that doesn't work for me anymore. I need to kind of master creating a bit of a, um, a boundary between myself and the world. 
and that may be in your work life or your career life as well. So it's going to be an interesting journey for you because we're everywhere that Pisces, Saturn is in Pisces. We are going to be mastering this um, energy of interconnectedness. And that includes not being too connected and not being kind of a big empathic sponge. Right? Okay, so now let's move into cancer rising so for you cancer rising um you may have or if you have pisces in the ninth house of your chart this really is a time about kind of mastering something spiritual something about philosophies um some personal experience of the divine um you could be building a big spiritual personal spiritual practice with this time you could also uh, kind of be uh, learning and mastering something about what you teach as well. Um, the uh, ninth house is the place of higher education and higher learning, but it's also the place of the guru. So you could be kind of stepping into kind of this wise elder kind of hierophant kind of energy and teaching what you've learned about the world, cultures, and spiritual practices and philosophy. So um, that's going to be a very lovely journey for you. Pisces in the ninth house is a really nice place as that is also about the um, sources of expansion and inspiration and your personal experience of the divine. On the other hand, if you are um, in an organized religion, you, you may decide to... Um, withdraw a little bit from that with with this in this house so just know that leo rising or anybody with pisces in the eighth house this is the place of um, shared financial resources it's the true house of marriage to my mind so uh, if you're in a relationship and not quite committed yet, this is when a time could come for commitment. But it's also really about um, uh, an area of um, taboo subjects and the real rain realms of the deep and underlying reality and karmic and soul material. So, you know, you could be it's a very private place again, a bit like the 12th house for um, for others and for Aries rising. And, and so this could have you um, kind of withdrawing a little bit from your usual kind of Leo kind of ebullience and out in the wilderness and, and kind of saying, I need to do some really deep exploration here um, for deep intimacy and, um, and um, deep soul commitment and deep commitment to others. In financial terms, it could mean shoring up your uh, financial, shared financial resources as well and building on that. Virgo. So it's opposing your first house. And so this is in the seventh house of significant relationships and how you compromise yourself for others a lot of the time as well. Or, or often um, called the disowned self by uh, Jungian um, psychologists. Uh, this is places where we kind of give ourselves away a little bit sometimes in the um, in the house of significant relationships. It's where, especially with Pisces, if you have Pisces in the seventh house, 
Again, you may be confused what people want of you and you may kind of uh, kind of have let people take advantage of you or people might come out of the woodwork to take advantage of you. But this not with Saturn in Pisces. Saturn in Pisces is you getting some clarity here and again, creating those boundaries with other people. The boundary thing doesn't always apply for everything in the Oh, to a degree it does, but particularly in these um, houses where you're connected with others in some way is is very much about creating strong boundaries because Pisces can have very leaky boundaries. And as I said, be a bit of an empathic sponge. So, so Libra rising or um, oh, let me get Libra rising, Libra rising or if you have Pisces, in your sixth house. This is the house of work and service and also health and it's mentoring and pets and uh, your style of daily living and your relationship to service. It's kind of very, um, I'm going to say mundane matters, but it's everyday living. It's the nature of work you do. It's the day-to-day work experience and um, and and that's a lot connected with the details of how you look after your body and your health and how you serve others as well. And again, if you've got Pisces here, you're probably a real kind of um, spiritual service kind of person. If you've got Pisces in your sixth house and, you know, you probably just love to love your pets and do everything for them. The sixth house can be a place of servitude as well. And Saturn will help you to kind of just get kind of very clear on where you're overgiving in in those areas of life. But in on the other hand as well, it could help you to build a real good mentoring service kind of practice or work in your life. And um, you could be really mastering something around that area. Okay, Scorpio. So Scorpio or rising, or if you have Pisces in your fifth house, this is the um, house of creative self-expression, creativity, joy, children as well, and your inner child. It's also the area of kind of sports and pleasure and leisure hobbies and all that kind of thing and play and romance and drama um, it's it's a very fun house, very childlike and joyous and buoyant and creative. Well, Pisces in there again is very kind of connected and very kind of channely and very kind of um, uh, very loving with the children. And in Saturn moving through it, this is going to be a big area of life that you are going to master your interconnect interconnected with interconnectedness too over the next two and a half to three years. Um, if you have if, particularly if you want to find things that bring you joy and creativity, you could do some work along those lines. Saturn is really about achievement and work as well. So okay, Sagittarius rising. This will be about the home or if you have Pisces in the fourth house, this will be a lot about the home, 
and um, about kind of um, going in and, uh, you know, and again, it's kind of one of those hidden places where you may go into um, creating this, um, you may want to stay home a lot, basically, and, and you know, develop some kind of um, meditation practice at home or um, beautify your home, but kind of organize it a little bit. Saturn's a bit more determined than, than that. Pisces in the home can be a little bit chaotic, okay, in the area of the home. And I, I saw a, a, a really funny meme this morning with this person who looked very frazzled with papers everywhere and going, oh, I found it. <laughs> so it may be a time to sort through your papers or get some help, get an organiser or or to just sort your home out and organise it a little bit with Saturn in there. And you may be um, really drawn to do that kind of thing. But the the other um, thing about the fourth house is it's your basis of inner in, basis of security and the nature of your inner private life. So if you take that chaos um, from out there into here, Saturn will help you kind of calm that down and build something a little bit less chaotic over the next two and a half to three years. Um, and the, or you could literally build a home, actually. But, but anyway, Capricorn rising. This for you will be in the area of communication, the third house, or if you have Pisces in the third house. If if you if like me, you have a book to write, <laughs> um, and I have Pisces in the third house in poor free house system. This is a time to get that book written, and that's what I plan to use this Saturn in Pisces period four it's time to get dedicated and diligent but it's also um about learning style so if you're um, um wanting to and and about taking in information so it could be also a time for um a real kind of dedicated course of study and learning um but it's about your voice and how you speak and and um and your perceptions so they will change over this over this time, two and a half to three years. Um, but it's time to kind of really kind of buckle down and dedicate your yourself to something in the area of communication, perception and learning and what you think and talk about. So Aquarius rising or if you have Pisces in the second house, this is your resources. It's how you earn your money, but it's also self-confidence, what you value. It's your relationship to your body and the natural world and your relationship towards possessions and having or how you earn your money. It's all about the physical resources of the world. So this is a really good time to kind of build more resources or build a better uh, relationship to your body and nature um, and to connect with it in a very much deeper way and that's that that's all the signs so this is a long journey and remember please oh let's remember that saturn is time okay saturn is time so this is a long slow journey I did notice, and before I tell you one other thing, I just want to call out to my sponsor again for Sigmatic Coffee. 
I'm loving that coffee so much. And I've had quite a few people signing up with my link with the code COSMIC, which is in the description. Uh, Four Sigmatic Coffee contains um, basically medicinal mushrooms and a nutrient-rich um, um, energy uh, things in the coffee. And they also make other things. And I am loving it. And with my link, you get 30% off your first order. So it's Four Sigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T. And the link's in the description. So go and order yourself some coffee. Give it a try. There's 60 days money back guarantee. But they also do like protein powders and various other things if you're not a coffee drinker. And they also contain the medicinal mushrooms. Um, not magic mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms. I, I did want to point one thing out. The area from zero to seven degrees of um, Capricorn is where, um, sorry, Pisces, is where Saturn is going to be until um, January of next year or for a full 10 months um, because Saturn is going to move to seven degrees of Pisces and then travel back to zero Pisces and start the journey again. So if you have any planets or angles between zero and seven degrees anywhere on your chart, but also particularly mutable signs. So that's Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces. This first year or first 10 months of Saturn in Pisces is going to be particularly intense for you because you'll be having all the aspects and um and a tremendous period of growth. And that would be moi. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to add that other note. All these things came to me after I recorded the other video. So enjoy the All Signs video. Please subscribe. Leave me a thumbs up. Leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. Tell me how you're feeling. We're now, I'm recording this on the 9th. And we're now just two days into Saturn in Pisces. Um, some people I've known have felt quite down. Saturn in Pisces can be a little bit uh, kind of um, depressed or kind of, um, yeah, I'm going to say depressed, but not. I'm not talking clinical depression. But know that, you know, we'll, we'll adjust to this energy. It's a big change. So let me know how you're feeling. And I will see you next time.